Hi, we're the Ragamuffins. I'm Dan. I'm Alex. We went to Truck Festival. James is here. He might he might chip in if he has any questions every now and then. He didn't go, but I'm here. Maybe he'll have some questions. Hello, James. Hello. Tell me about your experience at Truck Festival. Should we go from the start? Let's go from the start. I mean, for starters, we kind of went in separate groups and kind yeah. of just bumped into each other if and when we could. Well, this is sort of going to be a way for us to just retell our weekends to each yeah, other. Yeah, really. it is. We haven't really talked about it no. yet, deliberately, to kind of save yeah. it for now. Um, I arrived at, I think, maybe half 12. It's, it was maybe a half an hour drive. Uh, it's very, very local to us, so we we go pretty often. Oh, that's in contrast to myself, because this was my first ever time, oh. believe it or not. Um, but my first kind of experience, my first impression wasn't that great, because they were very late opening the gates. Yeah, we uh, well, my group was there about uh, an hour-ish before gates was due to open, which was one o'clock. They... At maybe half twelve, bunched the queue up pretty tight, and it was gave the impression we're all bunched in because they're going to open the gates a little bit early, start getting people in. Not true. <laughs> uh, the gates didn't open for an hour, so it was two o'clock by the time we were in. There was heat. It was a yeah, little bit. That spitting. was that was the worst bit about me. Like there seemed to be no communication about what was going on. Um, apparently, the the reason the end was that they were still building the site. Yeah, which. I can understand, like, a couple of days before that, we'd had, like, the hottest days in existence in the history of ever. <laughs> so, obviously, you, would, you wouldn't want people working out yeah, in, in that heat, which is fair enough. But, but it, it was the lack of communication. Give us, yeah. give us a shout out, before, give us a shout, like, before we leave home, saying, A up, gates might open a bit late. I mean, to be honest, even before we got to the festival, I was, I've never seen a festival try so hard to aggravate its customer base yes before they've even arrived oh yeah because i mean i've I'd, I'd forgotten about that to be fair they banned gazebos you and know. again they this was on like the tuesday and people would be arriving at the festival on the thursday so yeah. for but, some people this may be yeah. their only festival of the summer and they've brought a gazebo especially for it and now they're being told nope yeah can't bring that and also this this was like the hottest day ever well, that, that was the thing so it, was, it like... was a bit like telling people hey you know it's really important to stay hydrated and stay in the shade when it's really hot but don't bring your own shade. You can't bring, bring your own shade. It felt just a bit just sneaky for it to be. To me, I mean, because the reason they gave for it was that gazebos take up, quote, valuable camping space. So for me, that kind of raised alarm bells. Like, have they overbooked the camping? Yes. <laughs> well, yeah, which we found well, out. Yeah, it trans- they probably transpired had. that they the capacity had been, quite, I think, quite severely increased from last time. But it didn't feel like the site was any bigger. Yeah. If anything, the site felt maybe even smaller. And it just was like, I mean, a tin of sardines would have looked at that camp and gone, fucking hell, it's a bit packed, in it? What was the capacity, do you think, there this year? Uh, I've heard someone say 25, someone say 30,000. I don't wow. think it was I don't think it was 30, no. but 25 feels... I heard 20, which yeah. is still a lot. I, I, I don't think in the past it's ever gone... I, I might be completely wrong, and maybe I'll fact check this and correct myself on screen but in the past it never feels like it's over 15 so even well, if it's gone G- from google, 15 to 20 google says ten thousand, which is definitely incorrect because yeah. there's definitely more than ten thousand people there like looking at the people that were around the main stage it just it felt like you've used this whole oh it takes up by the, by the way we will come on to some good points at yeah, some yeah. point 
this is we're just going to take this kind of day by day yeah. and from the start it yeah. was already it's, a bad experience yeah. negative experience i guess yeah it just felt a bit unfair to like during the heat that we were experiencing bang gazebos and then when you get there and you realize how tightly packed i mean we i saw quite a lot of people taking out other people's guy ropes so that they could pitch tent yeah to get enough space to pitch tents like First of all, it's a shitty thing to do, but like that's a reaction to the situation that you're in. Like, yep. if, if there's no space for you to pitch, yeah, if there's physically no space, yeah, it's all every man for themselves. Right? Yeah. Um. So that was sort of which annoying. brings me on to another point of when you buy early entry for a festival, I feel like it's done on the kind of basis that you're gonna get exclusive access to the campsite. You've you're there before the main bulk of people. So you can find yourself a good spot, for example. It felt like a lot more people were there on the Thursday than on the Friday, which is when yeah. you'd theorise that more people would arrive. It, it seemed like people were struggling on the Friday to find anyone. Oh, yeah. It, and it's, it's something that I think I felt... I mean, download was massive, and you could have turned up at any day and pitched, but Trees was a little bit of the same. It's like, if you don't have early entry, you're punished in a way. I understand why they want to sell early entry tickets because it's more people in the festival. It's another day of people spending. But yeah, like, but it, it, should it, should be, be, it should be it should be it should be restricted. Yeah, yeah, because you want to have some feel of, like you said, exclusivity and mm. like just a bit of comfort. But, well, I mean, there's no way that my group could have arrived on the Friday. There wouldn't have been space for yeah. for our tents. I think if if you're arriving with a small like one man pop up, you may have squeezed in somewhere. Yeah, but yeah, it was it was crammed already by Friday. Another thing that uh, sort of in advance of actually getting to the festival that was didn't get a very good reaction online was uh, a limitation to how much alcohol you could bring. You know, I understand it's a festival that it needs to make money and I've got no issue supporting the bar. I think 2000 Trees were very transparent. in. Yeah, I've I've been comparing this approach to 2000 Trees as well. Truck was very much like there's a li- we want you to spend money at the bar. Well, no, they, they didn't directly say that, did they? Yeah. they it was... There's a limit on how much alcohol you can take in. We'll be checking. And they did. Yeah, you can't bring more than this amount of alcohol. Whereas 2000 Trees were like, look, we haven't had a festival on for, for two and a bit years. We've, we, we, we're an independent festival. We're a small festival. We need the bar money to like keep us going. Please spend money at the bar. But we won't like make you. That was the way to go about it, I thought. Whereas Truck were just like, nope, can't do it. Don't do it. Which, if anything makes you more likely to try and sneak some stuff in yeah it it, it it just makes you to me it felt like we'd been almost tricked especially once we got into the arena and saw the bar prices which oh yes was not good and it and it, it was wasn't. like you know you're at the gates like unpacking people's bag and t- if they've like one can over the limit taking that can away and then you turn around and i had and offer those prices i was looking at the social media comments before we left in like the week running up to truck and it was people just being like didn't realize you were the fun police now and that was yeah. the impression that and no response from the festival as no. well it sounds like there's been a lot of issues with just general communication between the festival and then the attendees is that right yeah i mean another big issue um i promise we'll get on to some positives yeah that we we did have a good time yeah we'll get there yeah. but this this i mean we're still at the start of the festival yeah. here that we've only just arrived. Phone signal was. <laughs> there, yeah, yeah. There, that was the, what the phone signal was like. It was non-existent. So, which again, 
is fine. You don't have to have your phone at a festival. <clears throat> but we were advised by the stewards that we would be receiving like security updates and any kind of information updates via Twitter, which we couldn't access. It's just ridiculous. And like there were a couple of set times that were moved that if you didn't have the app preloaded on your phone, you wouldn't have known about. It's just little things like that that are very simple. And I hate to keep doing it, but Trees had little chalkboard signs up. Here are all the changes. These bands have dropped off. They've been replaced by this band. This set time is now this. You can walk past it and see it everywhere. Like, that's not out of the realms of possibility for trucks who have done. I think the frustrating thing is all all the problems I had with truck were very small things, but there were so many of them that yeah. they just all added up. None of them were enough to completely ruin the weekend. No. Like, like yeah. by no means... But it's enough. But to, it's, it's, it's just, just a bit annoying, isn't it's it? It's enough to make you grumble, like because it was all preventable stuff. So we eventually get in. Yeah, late. we're in. <laughs> it's Thursday. We we go and see some bands. Who did you see? I don't think I saw anyone until Blossoms, to be honest. No, not no. I. We saw a little bit of Vistas. I lie. Good. Um, they were good. We didn't we didn't like fully watch them like in the crowd sense. We kind of just wandered around the arena while they were on. Yeah, but they were a nice soundtrack to. To our first ponder at the arena, I guess. Yeah, uh, the the arena was very nice. The layout is very good. And it's the same sentiment that we have with trees. It's small enough that you can knit back to your tent in between bands. You can literally hear a band starting and be at the set by the end of that song. Like It's a very small site. I think the difference for me with this festival was so so many of our festivals this summer we've had so many bands that we wanted to see that we've been there with Josh with his like paper clash finder like we need to go here at this time we need to go and see this band this band and this band uh, maybe we've got like ten minutes to get yeah. food here before we go and see this band leaving sets early whereas whereas this truck fest weekend was a bit more relaxed we could kind yeah. of just wander around do what we wanted to do yeah let's go and see this band hey let's go and get some food now I mean I won't say. The lineup is bad. No, it's just but it's not, not really so much our us. Thing. Yeah. And, it, and it it is a step down from what was booked for 2020 and 2021. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, we we booked our tickets when Royal Blood were headlining with Idols, Idols as like a, a guest, yeah, sub headliner. But Blossoms were very, very I did, good. I did enjoy what Blossoms were good yeah. fun. I'm, I I don't really listen to them much, like on record. I think they're yeah. a little bit kind of. Not boring, but they don't grab my attention as much. But it was it was nice to just kind of just chill out, have a six pound fifty beer, and just have some fun. Moving on to Friday, I, I'll I'll be honest, I didn't see a lot of bands over the whole weekend. Uh, I didn't see too many. There were some days that were busier than others. Yeah, I've got a screenshot somewhere. I think of the bands my day started with Yard Act. Um, They're supposed to be very very who good. Were very good. A lot of post punk for me can sort of bleed into each other. Like, if it's not idols, I sometimes have a hard time discerning who it is. But they were very, very good, and you could tell that people were very, very keen for their set. Like, it's it's not really a a demographic or a style that I'm very familiar with, mm. but can do nothing but respect, like, the fact that people were really, really enjoying themselves. So, yeah, all, all credit I to I heard them. a lot of people saying that they should have been higher up on the bill or perhaps on the main stage. They, they're listed on the lineup as a special guest afternoon slot. Right, And okay. they went to play... Ooh, fuck, I can't remember. But they said, we're playing another festival tonight. 
So they'd have, oh, okay. they were like a special afternoon slot yeah, and they, so they, they had to leave immediately it. and play another festival. Okay. Because they did a little uh, like, is Truck Festival better than, whatever? I don't know what it was called. I can't remember what else was on. Was it Kendall? No, Kendall called was the weekend after, I think. Uh, I can't think what it was, but they went to play uh, another festival. So they were on pretty early. It was like a special guest slot, but they were okay. very good. Uh, the first band I saw on the Friday was uh, Me Rex, who I, I saw their, their vocalist do a solo set supporting Aaron West in the Roaring Twenties. Okay. Thought he was really good, so I thought it would be good to check out what they're like as a full band. Really enjoyed it. They've got an interesting concept where they've released an album with like, I can't remember how many, it's like 40-something, 30-second songs, which okay. because of the way they're written like this, and the start and the ends kind of weave into each other, so you just hit shuffle, and the idea is every time you listen to it, you're going to hear the songs in a completely different order, and there's so many like, almost an infinite number of times that you can listen to it and wow, it'll be completely really different each time. It's a very interesting concept and it meant that their set list was like a million songs long. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they were really great live. Did you catch any of Seagulls? Uh, saw a couple of songs in passing as I was on my way to see Pulled Apart by Horses, I think, who were one of my bands of the weekend. Probably the thing on my lineup that's like a bit more our kind of area yeah a bit more moshy a bit more aggressive they were really really good i actually enjoyed this set more than the 2000 trees one okay. despite it not being in the forest yeah, it was great fun i managed to bump into josh there as well yeah. again because yeah. of the lack of phone signal we we kind of couldn't meet up that much over the weekend it was only yeah. if we by chance bumped into each other it, it that it was just another thing that was frustrating like just another yeah although, although that's maybe out of their control yeah but unless there's a way to put up Booster. Some kind of booster. I yeah, don't know. I don't know. Is, is that even a thing? I mean, trees had a Wi-Fi signal, didn't they? So. Yeah. Maybe just put some Wi-Fi. I know that... we keep comparing this to trees, yeah. but they're kind of similar size festivals, similar distance from from where we live. So, uh, I saw Sigrid. Did you see Sigrid? I did see Sigrid. Yeah, I thought she was quite good. This was my favourite set of the weekend. Oh, really? Well, I only saw about six in total, so it's <laughs> <laughs> not many to pick from. I thought she was just really fun. I like a lot of her songs. <laughs> unapologetically so something that annoyed me is I am sure that you said you'd be on the left side of the stage to see Sigrid and then when I, I watched the footage back you're on the right side of the stage <laughs> so I spent most of the set with in the back of my mind thinking Alex should be around here somewhere I'll keep an eye out for him and the then and then when you sent me the footage for the edit oh he's over on the right hand side <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry about that <laughs> the problem was the group that I was with just they went right <laughs> and I and I was it was too difficult for me to herd them back up and go, I'm actually, we need to go on the other side. Never go right, always left. Always left, come on. You know what happened then? You know what happened like, towards the end of Sigrid's set? Fucking rain. It bloody rained. Can't believe it. For pretty much the first time in the, like our entire festival season this year. And it was it's... during bad life as well, so it was actually quite cute. <laughs> but, uh, We've been so lucky this year with, with yeah. the weather. And, we and have. There we are, bit of rain. It did mean that uh, myself and my group retreated to our tents for a bit. And yeah, I mean, my, myself and Rob, who you'll, you'll know from his perfect gig, and if you've watched the truck vlog as well, he features very heavily in that. Myself and him got separated from the, the rest of the group for Sigrid, and we kind of retreated back to the tent to get some waterproofs, and then back into the arena for Bombay Bicycle Club. Well, must they have been nice. They were all right. They started with a bit of a banger. And then, I mean, I, I only know sort of maybe four or five Bombay songs. They played a couple of them at the start. 
and then as the set went on, it felt like it was starting to just, at least for me, just drag a little bit. Yeah. Kind of towards the end, we made our way back to the tent. Well, we were at camp. We'd had gone back to like retrieve coats, have some drinks. And we started to sort of lose track of time. And then suddenly, what do I hear? Oh, is that Bombay opening with the only song I know by them? <laughs> oh, excellent. <laughs> Guess I'll just... So by that I mean, point... You, you were camped quite close to the arena though, weren't you? you could, yeah. You we could, could, hear, we could hear, it. hear it quite well. But at that point, like... I wouldn't have got there in time to actually see that song. And so yeah, probably, by the time yeah. it, that song had passed, it was like, well, let's just not bother <laughs> then. So we just, I think Josh went, surprisingly, Josh turned around at one point and said that he thinks Bombay is most streamed artist. Okay. Which is a very big surprise. That surprises me. Josh is a little, it seems like more of a little hardcore. Yeah, a little washer. hardcore kid. Yeah. So I mean, him and his flat feet yeah. dancing away to Bombay. <laughs> what was he two-stepping to? Sam Fender. And Sam Fender played on the Saturday, which we'll talk about now. This festival is kind of a similar size in terms of the site to trees, isn't it? So yeah. it was quite easy if you wanted to wander over to the arena for a bit, you could just go and do that, uh, which is what we did on Saturday. We went and kind of saw a bit of the Oxford Symphony Orchestra while we grabbed some lunch, mm. uh, which looked like great fun. We were like right at the back, but there's some mosh pits, yeah. a little bit of ballet. Those musicians probably only get that kind of atmosphere at Truck. Yeah. Because they, they play every year, they? play don't every they? year, same with Mr. Motivator. But they must they must love it, because, yeah, like you said, it's yeah. like a one-off. They're used to people sat in a room just watching. Mm. Giving a polite clap between yeah. songs. And then it, when it's like circle pits to like the Nutcracker. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. On this day, I felt the effects of not having a gazebo in our camp. Because I had like basically a heat-induced coma for about two yeah. and a half hours. Like we, my camp kind of strategically placed ourselves right up against the fence where there were some slightly overhanging trees, so we could kind of follow the sun around a little bit, but still not as effective as a gazebo. So I missed a lot of the day. I think my day started with Baby Queen on main stage. Okay. Who? It's just like just a really fun pop artist. I only know one of her songs, but. I very much enjoyed hearing it live. So I, I mean, yeah, like I said, we, we only got some lunch, watched the symphony orchestra, went back to the camp and basically just drank until sports team were on at half past five. How and were they? They were good, yeah. I've heard a lot of good things, but I've never really listened. And... I didn't enjoy them as much as I, I hoped I would, but I think I had like quite a bit of hype for them. Um, but they were still good fun. Uh, their vocalist was all over the place, having a good time. Which again, like, like we've said many times before, if the band's having a good time, I'll have a good time. We went to try and see Blocks on the Nest because uh, we saw them supporting Twin Atlantic. But uh, it was packed. There's a lot of people trying to see Blocks. No room at the end. No room. We had to kind of stand at the side a little bit. Heard a few songs and then wandered back to the truck stage after a few drinks to see Khalees. How was it? It was good fun. I mean, like I said, there weren't many bands that we wanted to see. So we kind of just drank a lot, which made Khalees that much more fun, I think. I can imagine. She played kind of two variations of Milkshake. James is just perked up at that. A little Nirvana cover. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was just, a, it was a very good time. And it warmed us up very nicely to see probably my highlight of the weekend, the Kooks. We, I think we probably caught a good 90% of this set. Very, very enjoyable. And I'm going to say it, they should have headlined over Sam Fender. Yeah, Maybe. I think, personally. I think they put on a better show than Sam Fender, but Sammy Boy probably brings in more yeah, ticket sales, doesn't he? The thing, the th- not to get too ahead of ourselves, but the thing is, like you said, when the artist is having fun, it's more fun. 
And maybe it was just because we were far back, but to me, it didn't seem like Sam Fender was that bothered. Maybe. Anyway, let's talk about the Kooks. Yes, yes sorry. The Kooks. Uh, it just felt like a great balance of, because they've got a new album out, new, a great balance of kind of some newer stuff and then some self-awareness that they know that everyone's there for the hits. I thought it was really nice that they opened with Seaside with the vocalist playing acoustic on his own and then the band kind of following him out. And we had like our whole camp there together, just bouncing along, singing nice. along. Yeah. Having a lovely time. I did like at one point they were like, Yeah, we're gonna play naive, but not yet. All right. Good good to be self aware, isn't it? Yeah. And then what happens Saturday night? Well Did we do anything Saturday night? My camp well have you got anything more to say about Sam Fender? No, not really. Seventeen. It was all it was all right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, it's not that it was bad, it was just it's not I I'm not probably the, the target audience for this festival. Yeah. So if you were there and you liked it, let me know. wasn't headliner material for me. My group tried to go and see something that I... My brain can't comprehend anything worse than Elvana. <laughs> and that's exactly what my group wanted to go and see. But it was packed. So, like, three of them pushed their way in and the rest of us were like, can't be asked." So we sat outside and yeah. just chilled for a bit and then went to bed. Well, uh, we all went back to camp... Um, Drank quite a lot, and then we were like, "Hey, let's let's." No, well, a few of us were like, "Hey, let's go to the arena and see what's going on." Um, we hung around in like one of the DJ tents for a little while, and then we thought, "Hey, let's try and try and see if we can get see what the silent disco is like." Not realizing that, unlike trees, where you can kind of be anywhere and be free roam for the silent disco, you have to like queue up and like get given your pair of headphones and get like entry into the the stage where it is. So yeah, a girl overheard me saying, hey guys, let's try and get the silent disco. And someone was like, yeah, no chance, mate. You're not going to get in. Yeah. Well, we... the queue So then for we got was, cheesy chips and we went back to camp. The queue for it was near the rocky chair, which is where the Elvana set was. So when we were stood outside, just chilling, and I went, what's that the queue for? And I went to go and have a look, and I was like, I cannot believe that's the queue for the Bloody TPD disco. and their popularity. Here, here, here <laughs> it comes again, the trees comparison. But like... The fact that trees, you could pick up your headphones at any point. Yeah, and I think that's the reason you've got a queue, is the fact that like yeah. there isn't a deposit system or anything. You just get given the headphones, and then you give them back as you leave. Whereas with trees, you just pay like a 20-quid deposit. You can go wherever you like with your headphones. You can be sat in your camp if you want. You're still in range somewhere. And those headphones are yours for the whole weekend, and you can mm. just knock about wherever you want with them. Trees is my first time in disco, so maybe yeah. this is the norm, what truck yeah, do. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But yeah, it felt like you would have had to have gone straight to join that queue after the after Sam Fender if you were going to yeah, get into pretty, that silent pretty disco. Much. Which with the bar prices that we mentioned, mm. I wouldn't have been doing. No. And then on to the Sunday? Sunday. This is where the campsite has started to get a little bit manky. Inhumane. Well, this would be a good, <laughs> a good chance for me to talk about Club Cool. No, it's not called Club Cool. Club Class which is the premium toilets and showers thing. I paid 42 great British pounds for it. But in my eyes, I got my money's worth because I could safely so could have you a just, poo. Could you just shower whenever you want is and stuff? Shower. Then, uh, they closed at, I think, 11 every night and opened at 8. So if you needed to go to the toilet in the night time, Obviously, you had to just use general catch. That's pretty good because the general charge for like one shower was like if you showered every day, you've got your money's worth basically out yeah. of that 40 something quid. But even for me, it was just the knowledge of like I don't have to go into an absolutely rancid portaloo and try yeah. and 
navigate a mid-air squatting. So to describe the portalies, they essentially just hadn't bothered to empty them. They were overflowing. You'd just open one and think, ah, well, that's a bit messy. I'll try this next one. Same story. Every single one along, like, our side of the campsite was just unusable, um, which meant a bit of a walk to another one, which is fine. It's not a big site, but but it still should. But when like be the case. fifty percent of the toilets in the campsite are unusable, yeah, and all you have to do is empty them, like they weren't dirty because people had smeared shit up the wall or something like you get somewhere like download. Mm. Um, it was just or more likely Reading and Leeds, yeah. Um, it was just that they'd been neglected. They hadn't emptied them, which was a shame. Well, yeah. like like I said, it's it's something very small, but it, it impacts you, and it I think, and it's so preventable, uh, which I hope mm. is something that truck can kind of see, yeah, and just make better for next year. Because yeah. I'd have no complaints if they just like yeah, like I said, these these are all these fixable. are all these are all preventable things, yeah. And they're all very small things. It's just there's so many of them. And while we're at it, next to the toilets was um, water points. But when I say water point, it's one, one. tap yeah. for essentially a couple of thousand people. But when you limit or ban gazebos, there's no real shade in the camping area. Mm-hmm. Shade in the arena is really limited. And water points are And then if you want scarce. to fill up your water bottle, you've got to queue yeah. for an hour. Especially in the heat that we were experiencing that whole week, you know. It was hot le- running up to the festival. It was hot at the festival. It just, it, I don't know. It, and Again, it's, not just it's truck. a small it's, thing yeah. that is really fixable. But, and it's not just truck, this one, because I felt the same feeling at Trees. If Trees hadn't yeah. had the forest stage, shade would have been very, very limited, and it would have been exactly the same issue. Not mm-hmm. enough water points, not enough shade. But like the thing is as well, in the arena at Truck, the water points were like, the big sinks that had like six taps on them. Yeah. Why can't we have one of those in the campsite? Well, there was one in the toilets right by the arena entrance. All oh, right, but, but in the, the campsite, round, yeah, it, was it was just, just a, one singular tap. A tap on a stick, which like I always wake up really early at festivals anyway. Like I'm like six o'clock, I'm, I'll be down filling my water bottle up and stuff, and that was fine. But by like seven or eight o'clock, when people have woken up, dehydrated and hungover, there's a huge queue to get water. And it would just take ages. And it gets to a point where some people are just going to go, you know what, I just won't drink any water. And then you're going to get some medical problems. And there were like people, pass- Sam Fender had to stop a couple of times because people were passing out. Just needs to put a bit more thought and care into it, I think. Mm. In terms of bands on the Sunday, what did you do? Where did you go? We saw Alfie Templeman, who originally was scheduled to headline The Nest, but he was bumped up to an afternoon slot on the market stage. And I didn't know a lot of his songs, but again, it was just one of those things where it's nice where the whole group's together. Everyone's just having a little boogie and just enjoying just good, really good, fun, easy Mm. to listen to music. So, yeah, Alfie Templeman was great. We did a similar thing to the Saturday where we wandered down and got lunch early in the day. We went and uh, got motivated by Mr. Motivator. How was it? Motivational. (laughs) It was interesting. It was something different, something you don't really see at every festival. Got so much. We went to that, um, there's a, like a whole food court tent where yeah, um, I, th- I believe all the proceeds, all the profits went to charities, yeah. which was great. Very good. Yeah. Pretty reasonably priced as well. I had like a steak sandwich for like seven quid, which is the thing is, all right for a festival. You can and, like, and when you know that, that the yeah. profits from that are going to charity, great stuff. I'd rather be overcharged at, at the and 
of the charity. And I think it was it was most like local businesses as well and local produce. We did have uh, we followed up on our Downing tradition as well and had a a Yorkshire pudding on the Sunday. Very nice. I thought about getting one, but yeah, we went for it. Was it as good? Just as good. Nice. I think later on in the afternoon, towards the evening, we were in a very perfect spot at our camp where me and Josh sat with some other with the rest of our camp. And we could just about, from where we were in our chairs, see Sam Fender over the fence and into the tent. Not Sam Fender. <laughs> Sam Ryder. Okay. And he sounded amazing, actually. It, in retrospect, I wish I'd gone down there to watch it at the tent. But it was still really cool to just hear him. I think he clashed with someone else we were seeing. But yeah, he, he is a, like all jokes aside, he's yeah. a really, really good vocalist. Really, really talented. And he seems like a proper sound guy as yeah. well. And um, I think I think he was just bloody happy to be there. So we saw uh, the Magic Gang, who I only knew a couple of songs of, but they're really really good. Um, to be fair, I spent a lot of this weekend going. They've got a song on FIFA, <laughs> and the Magic Gang were no exception. Do you know what FIFA festival would be unreal, wouldn't it? It would be good. And I mean, I mean, the Sunday was very much a FIFA festival because after the Magic Gang, we saw Inhaler, who also have a song on FIFA. Uh, and then we basically stayed like right near the front of the main stage. We saw Easy Life after that. We have a couple of songs on FIFA. <laughs> and then uh, the final headliners to finish off the festival, who have songs on FIFA, Kasabian. And you know what? They were a really good time. They were very, very good. I'm not massively into Kasabian, but they started strong. Hmm. They ended strong. And I was perfectly content to watch the rest of it from afar and just say... Serge did nice a, a great job as like the main front man as well, like, mm. since the other guy got booted out. Um, yeah. Serge has kind of stepped up from being guitarist to kind of half guitarist, half front man running about. And he did a really good job. He had a great, great stage presence, I thought. Yeah. And again, a mix of some newer stuff, some bangers, some songs you know from video games such as EA Sports, FIFA. Any sort of overall closing thoughts? Well, overall, although this has sounded like incredibly negative and critical, I had a really good time. And again, all the things that we've that I've mentioned that weren't so great are really easily fixable. Yeah. So, so hopefully um, they can sort it out, and I'm sure they will. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. You know, also if if people don't give this sort of feedback, then. We'll just have shit-filled toilets again next year with no sh- and no. Well, shame. yeah, there's no point in us going. Yeah. It was great, guys. Keep up the good work. Yeah. If if there's stuff to to criticise and stuff that can be improved, then it's got to be mentioned. Otherwise, nothing's going to change. Yeah, and we, we've enjoyed all of our festivals this season, but there's always there's always room for things to be. Oh, always, yeah. Better. And, uh, maybe this one. I mean, yeah. I mean, we've criticised download for stuff. Yeah. We've. I mean, we've criticised trees in this one as well for stuff that can be improved. So it's not that we hate truck or anything. Yeah. We we all had a great time. It was, it, it was nice. It was it definitely, like I said at the start, like a sort of hometown pride that like a little indie Oxfordshire festival could bring in that many people was yeah. amazing. I mean, Kasabian. Yeah. That's huge. That, that is huge. Yeah. Just think about what you've done and <laughs> fix it. <laughs> But you can watch vlogs from all of our festivals, and that is Slam Dunk, Download, Outbreak, 2000 Trees and Truck, all on our YouTube channel now. We've got recap podcasts for all of those where we break down what was good, bad, and ugly about each one of them. What else have we got going on, boys? 
a main podcast every month. <laughs> I, th- I thought James was about yeah. to re-enter the chat. You gonna? <laughs> Go on, We've got a podcast every month that we talk <laughs> about the latest news, music, and trends in alternative music. We do a series called A Perfect Gig, where a guest comes on each episode and books their perfect four-band gig. We might have some interesting guests coming up soon. Just keep your eyes peeled. Regularly scheduled gig vlogs will be returning now that festival season's out of the way. Just subscribe, please. <laughs> We're doing <laughs> I'm a, so desperate. <laughs> we've started a fun thing on Spotify as well called Ragamuffin Radio, where we recommend some songs that we've been listening to and get you to listen to them. Yeah, good plug, Dan. Thank, thanks, mate. I'll Great outro, everyone. <laughs> Is that it? Are we done? I think we're done. We're done. Oh, time for bed. That is it. Festival season is officially over.